Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Back of the Bus Sessions Podcast. I've won this top. It's from Cluck Cluck Bang. You want to try it? It's in Nottingham, and it's one of the best chicken places I've ever been in my life. There's my first advertisement ever. You best be paying me. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I've got one of the favouritest people. Honestly, I think we've met about four times now, but you've got the nicest energy, and I say energy a lot, so people need to play bingo for this podcast. (laughs) When they're at home, it's like, he said energy again. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) But... You, your smile is electric, Aww. you're electric, you're very passionate, and you're a powerful lady. So I'm going to dive straight in with Michelle from the Movement Collective. Hi, Mikey. Did I say it right? Yeah, what a lovely the, introduction. <laughs> you're just a, Thanks so much. I wanted much. to dive straight in. I didn't want to like give you a massive preamble because... I mean, you've made... You've- that was me good. up massively. <laughs> I tried to do that with guests, but with you, because I'm exploring you today, really. Yeah. I want the audience to do that with me. Right. So <laughs> the Movement Collective, because yeah. it was before Out of Michelle. It was Out. I mean, Out of Michelle still exists. But you've like, genu- you I've, have given me a penny drop moment today. Yeah. I've say branched, it how you oh, say yeah, it. Out of my shell. And now fast. Out of Michelle. Oh! <laughs> and you'd be surprised at the amount of people who don't get that so, so can you talk a little of how that branched and then where yeah. you branched into now yeah i mean actually i can't take credit for out of michelle because oh god's um, sake my, my auntie's partner made that up and right. i was like oh great i'm just gonna steal that and use that as my branding perfect um, i've really respected you till now <laughs> oh it's, it's about brainstorming and sharing ideas no it's all out the window (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that was kind of born uh, about four years ago and i created an instagram profile all about kind of the movement side of things actually it started off as um kind of a personal profile really and then i did my teacher training in yoga and it kind of became this kind of movement dance yoga profile so the, just full movement of the body in all yeah, regards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of my taglines at the top was like all things movement because I like to, ah. like to get in like a bit of nature in there and all sorts of stuff like that. So, so yeah, and then uh, the movement collective developed in lockdown. Fantastic. Yeah. With the out of Michelle. Yeah. So that was just literally like just a public profile for you. It was your Instagram page. Yeah. And then it turned to business then for a yeah. bit. Yeah, definitely. How did the business all come to be? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a big one? Is it a, a booming story? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There wasn't really like a pinnacle point where it all started because I've been self-employed for nine years. So I was a dance oh, teacher cool. before. Wow. And it just, I had a year out of dance teaching and, and I'd just lost my mum. And okay. I'd been in this space where I was like, I still want to move, still want to do things. I still want to teach, but mm. I wasn't a, like a dancer in training anymore. So I kind of just, I heard that yoga was really good for you. Mm. And so I went and did a yoga class. And I think about, I think after about doing yoga for about three or four weeks, I was like, I'm going to teach this. Really? I'm going to teach this. Okay. It's just, I need to do this. Your passion straight from the off. Yeah, I mean, it's the Why movement. Why teaching it, though? Why not just doing it? What made you go, no, I need to share it? 
Well, because I don't really exercise unless I'm teaching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm, that's a bit honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that honesty, though, because I'm very much the same with boxing. Right. Like, I prefer to be doing a circuit with people and putting them through their paces. Yeah. And then that encourages me to go on and start punching the bag. Yeah. If I'm just doing it for my own reason, I've, it's very hard to motivate me to start oh, getting God. on the bag. Yeah, I'm so lazy. Mm in ways what does this say about us i don't know (laughs) Um, this will be a big podcast of self-discovery today (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah it's it's walking off here with dreadlocks and everything (laughs) got the one i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) got the tail dread (laughs) i love it yeah it's um yeah i'm just i find it really hard to motivate myself to do exercise and i know I preach about how important it is and mm. and know how important it is to move. And so, yeah, I have to teach it. I have to teach movement and obviously the dance side of it, mm. that all that kind of creativity that I can do, no problem. What dance teaching. were you starting in? Was it sort of contemporary or? Yeah, I mean, I did ballet. My mum put me in a ballet class when I was really young. Was your mum a dancer? Was no, she... she was a runner. Okay. Yeah. So you had a... Um... Uh, sporty side of the family you've always been in active and keeping movement that's the word yeah she was was an active family i hate it when really simple words leave my mind i don't mind it when it's like really (laughs) abstract words that i've heard three times but active should be there yeah yeah (laughs) accessible anytime needed yeah yeah definitely definitely um so yeah my mum put me in a ballet class when i was a tot and Mm. i really i don't i don't think i behaved very well i didn't really like it what, why is like... that? I can't imagine. You seem to me, if I was picturing you right now at school next to me on the table, like you'd be pretty much just go through with everything, like a nice girl oh, yeah, at school. I was Were well you that? behaved. Well behaved. Oh my God. I didn't what do you mean you misbehaved then? What? I think in, well, I think in ballet, I just didn't like classical music okay. and I didn't. I didn't resonate with the teacher. I don't know. I was dad young. I, I could be making this up. I don't. <laughs> what was childhood like for you, though? Yeah, great. Did you enjoy childhood? Yeah, yeah. And um, was it remember. all active? Yeah, I mean, we used to. So there was. Um, I moved to Oakwood when I was about three or four, and um, I have had friends on the street. I just go knock on people's door and say, "Hi, have you got a little girl that I can play with?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sounds I weird coming that. from an yeah. adult now <laughs> yeah. but as a five-year-old I, I did do that. that yeah 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 <laughs> my mum would like take me down the street and she says I've seen a little girl in that house and no way that did anybody yeah. did they come out or they... yeah I mean really this was pre-social media remember of course mm, the, the safe days We're the generation <laughs> of the, that the non-abductions and stuff <laughs> I think they still happened yeah <laughs> yeah um, but yeah we used to go play around the tree so there's this signature place, which is the tree in Oakwood. Is it it's still there? The tree. The tree. Do people know this still? Is it a big thing? No, they don't know because kids don't play around that tree now. It, it just we were feels climbing like up in it and doing irony all sorts. of in Oakwood, and you've got the, the tree. tree yeah, <laughs> I mean everywhere. Where in is this Hobbington village? <laughs> <laughs> it's a suburb. Okay. <laughs> everywhere in Oakwood is named after nature. So but when, there is hardly any nature there. When your mum took you into this dance class, yeah. can you remember that as feeling, wow? Or no, how did you feel when you got there? I don't think, I don't think that one worked for me. I think it was in Bradsall. I'm not really sure. But it was really young. And it was, I think when I got about eight or nine, I went to 
I'm going to name drop here, Caroline Green School of Dance, which oh. still is going now. And I went with my friend Kirsty. Okay. Oh, we loved it. You is know, she the equivalent to Helen O'Grady's drama school sort of thing. I've never the, heard of that. Oh, okay. Is yeah, that that's in, what I went to. In a, I went to a drama right, school, like cool. after school drama sessions and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's always a big name something school. So yeah, yeah, I get yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, and but that so the second dance school that I went to that was more like really um, performing arts theatre. Mm. Um, in the sense of like jazz and musicals oh, and wow. stuff like that. So I, th- I remember one of the first dances that I did there was um, Crocodile Rock. Do you know that song? Yeah, I've heard of Crocodile Rock. Go on. You're just like Kanye West now. You're on a podcast singing and you're into dance and everything. Where are we going to go next? I remember wearing like a lime, lime, lime green, like long skirt. Actually, if Kirsty listens to this, she'll remember. She'll be reminiscing. And you had a pair had to sew on this sequin band right and my mum didn't sew it on right and oh she no. didn't hear the end of it <laughs> <laughs> what happened what was up with it my mum wasn't very good at sewing anyway right. it wasn't on the on the seam mm. she it's funny now like, <laughs> she put it above the seam okay so you could see the seam oh uh, i get you so, oh, yeah d- did you have a nickname from this then? <laughs> no, no, no. It was just one dance. <laughs> it's just one dance. It didn't stick. No. Well, my my mum blew that out of the water of embarrassing you on a. Mine was at a um, a sport day at school. What do you call it? Sports day. Yeah, isn't it? sports day. Yeah. <laughs> she was in a race and she did the parents' races. Oh right. With just a top on that no bra <laughs> and as she was running she was winning this race and just everything came out Wicked. and just but my mum being my mum just carried on she just kept care. going she was like i'm winning this <laughs> there's no stopping me now but poor you <laughs> and and tells that story to this day with such pride in her heart she's just like yep I can remember when i won though <laughs> yeah kept going that, yeah in it she Tenacity. kept going yeah like there's no a metaphor in this isn't there yeah the yeah. no fucks given no that's the metaphor Mikey. no fucks given <laughs> no fucks winning, given attitude I'm, win- I'm winning this race oh, I've, I've missed that <laughs> metaphor all my life i should have just lived like that forever more <laughs> from that day that race yeah yeah so what's the difference between yoga and dance because they seem quite similar to me but you're talking from to somebody from a very alien perspective right so and i would love to get into one of the two. Oh yeah, yeah. Anytime, Mikey. <laughs> I really would, because I, I, I am the subtlety of a baby elephant. Yeah. And I've started to realise how bad that is for me. Yeah. Because all my life was boisterous movements, football, punching, doing whatever. But yeah. it's all started to like fall onto me now. And, yeah, yeah. You start, and the mind. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So, um, yoga is. Um, a lot more of a spiritual practice so Mm -hmm. they talk about like the limbs of yoga so you have the asana which asana in sanskrit is just postures that's what it means and um you don't just have the postures you have all different bits of yoga so there's like meditation Mm. there's um like serving people and doing karma yoga where you do things like volunteer and it's kind of like I think I mean I've always seen uh, similarities between yoga and buddhism wow and they don't really know what came first Mm. um but they it's roughly around the same time and so yoga is more of um of a way of life really 
And it's not, if I'm honest, it's not something that I necessarily focus on and do. You know, what I care about is the movement side of it. Mm. And I think that yoga is an amazing form of exercise that adds to that kind of versatile movement practice. Mm. So, you know, if you do just pump weights at the gym and you do all that stuff, but you don't stretch out Mm. or do any mobilization or or different strength work that is more a lower intensity Mm. then your body will start to be shaped as a bodybuilder Mm. and not one that is agile and flexible Mm -hmm. and then vice versa the body of a yogi or a yoga teacher Mm. is going to be one where they're really flexible and they've got they can put themselves into all sorts of crazy positions but whether they can actually lift some weights or not Mm. is a different story Mm. and so that's that's kind of like yoga in that sort of sense and dance well dance I mean for me dance is just expression of movement and creativity mm. and oh, yoga's that as well though yeah for yeah me. as it's you were hard. talking I was like that it's seems like it's falling into similar categories yeah like so I basically whenever I teach class I don't mm. um I don't really plan a class mm. I see it as choreography in my head okay so that's cool so as I developed in dance in the dance world I didn't really ever want to perform I mm. wanted to choreograph and create pieces so mm. they could be showcased to people and so now when I'm teaching a yoga class I'm like right I know today I want to do something to open the chest mm. right let's build a class around that and then I'll just hit record And then we'll just see what happens. Mm. And a lot of people at the end go, can you do that again? And I go, I don't know what I just did, to be honest. (laughs) Apart from now that we record them. So So. it's first based on like what you want to achieve, but Mm. you want to then take the people that have come to that class on that journey with you. Yeah, I mean... So a selfish to a selfless reason. Yeah, essentially. But also in that, it's really important that the yoga is for the people not for me Mm. so Mm. if I've got chest openings in mind it's usually because I've got someone in my class who's got really rounded shoulders right okay so I'm kind of thinking who's coming to my class tonight or who's likely to come to my class right okay it's this person oh they could really do with maybe work in this area of their body a little bit Mm. and it won't just be about that one individual person but it gives me this kind of inspiration and so that's why I always want students to say I'm aching here or Mm. I need some strengthening here because that's what inspires me and then I can create a class around that Mm. so yeah it's not it is about what I want to do but it has to be about what they need how long are your classes Oh, they range now between 10 minutes and an hour. Okay. I yeah. see. I could definitely fall in with a 10 minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And they're so popular. That's the thing for me is like going into a class like that, knowing I'm going to be the runt of the litter <laughs> or the bottom of the class <laughs> and then sort of having to be there for an hour seems it's a really, lot. yeah. And um, it... Yeah. Too much to handle for somebody like me. Yeah. And so all of our classes are online as well at the moment. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, so so people basically can just join in whenever they want. Okay. And 
Yeah, do a YouTube channel or anything as well, or it's a development. Is like, it? I would yeah. more than be happy helping yeah, with yeah. that. I enjoy oh, helping wicked. that sort of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pick your brain about it. Of course. Yeah. yeah I mean, to to what I do know, but I, I love the platform of YouTube. It's just yeah. so because first you're going into them YouTube um, yoga classes, and then suddenly you're down a rabbit hole after that. Those but... rabbit holes. <laughs> so many vloggers. <laughs> it's a great platform. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I do love it, and. I did have, we do upload to YouTube. We just done, uh, what do you call it? Like unlist it. Yeah. So okay. all of our content is on there and it's just unlisted. So it's just if for the people the who pay. they be able to go on and, and get there. Hopefully they won't find the link unless no, they pay get, for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> so, um, how much of it, are you more interested by either aspect of it? Like, do you like the mind more side of things like the meditation and that or is it all just literally under the same umbrella um well yeah me for me it's a movement meditation all mm, of it mm. like if i'm in the zone i'm i'm just in it and mm. yeah it's just like a dance mm. if you come to a yoga class to me i'm i'm teaching you a dance I but i know it's not that. that but it's it feels like that do for you me do you think your past has really helped you get a different spin on how people do yoga then and what makes you unique in your classes is because you've got nine years experience of dance and therefore you're injecting that into your teachings yeah is that sort of separated you aside I hope so I hope that people feel like they've got more in tuned with their body mm. but I think yoga does that anyway because you're focused on the breath so it's movement with breath mm. um which isn't so much with dance unless you talk about um I'm gonna talk about something you might not even oh, know please about here do, so I it's called back to it's learn <laughs> yeah. so it's called um release technique in dance mm. and it's all about kind of being opening the chest up to the ceiling and kind of being heavy and dropping to the floor and then coming back up and dropping back down to mm. the floor again and so you have to use that kind of that inhale to come up and that exhale to like kind of release yourself down to the floor mm. and that's where I started learning about the breath is through dance with release technique now did you navigate to this because you couldn't control your mind or you're an active and overthinker were you struggling in life at this point because you said when you got there you're like this is what I need this is what I want to be doing and helping others do yeah so what made you go wow what like from dance to yoga or yeah when you got into it like was it a, an epiphany moment and it was like this has just helped me in a moment stop thinking for the first time in however long or do you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah did don't, you get that from it I don't know whether there was a specific moment that it happened mm. because I think at, the, at that time in my life I wasn't really conscious in what I was doing anyway because I was going through a lot of stuff mm. um and so I don't know whether there was that you know that point where I like stopped yeah, yeah. And, the, and the god rays came out and I was like oh um but yeah no it's definitely it's definitely gonna sound like a right hippie here it's definitely Let's the journey go. that counts with it yeah, like I've yeah. really 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 enjoyed kind of all the where I've gone from dance because it was really hard for me to let go of kind of being a dance teacher or a dancer mm. and so there was kind of this process of letting that go mm. and then going but 
I was just in, and then I just was a nanny for a year. I was a housekeeper and a nanny because I was like, cool. I need to just like get a job and do something and kind of completely have, shift the identity. Yeah, like just have some time and kind of think about mm. what I want to do and how can I get movement back into my life. Mm. And it was that I just started going to it. Um, so you'd fully committed as an ego, like your ego said, I am dance teacher, and it was hard to break from. I've, yeah. I've had that as even poetry, right? You know, like you put it out there, especially with social media being so right yeah when you've told the world that you feel you have to wear that badge every yeah. day and let yeah. people know yeah and probably part of my problem was the fact i did tell everybody that who i met is like my name is michael i'm a poet I'm a- <laughs> 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 but then you live by that ego and then the moment you don't want to be a poet or you don't want to be a dance teacher mm. it it's really hard to let go at that moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should be able to be fluid with it. And absolutely. But I don't know whether human. social media creates those barriers for yourself as well mm. because you kind of brand yourself in your yeah, social media. Yeah. And then if you just start totally being random in what you do, mm. then your audience then gets like, well, well, she's this today and yeah, she's that tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah. She doesn't know who she is. They, people like structure i suppose then. yeah they like to know where they stand with you and what yeah. you're about yeah hmm. i mean i like structure as well yeah yeah sense. i think it's good yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think it's good to be fluid definitely mm. Mm. um not not too attached by it balanced with it <laughs> and i was waiting for that word to be dropped <laughs> there we go the bingo has the begun bingo again ba- the bingo balance i bet somebody out there's got a whole line now yeah. <laughs> amazing bit <laughs> so with the collective yeah what what do these do who's in it what right. do you do where are you going oh Woo. <laughs> So, um, the Movement Collective was born from lockdown. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know, I wasn't bored in lockdown. I was still working. But I was just, yeah, yeah. Doing the online classes. Yeah, but a lot of the work stopped, obviously. Mm. And um, a lot of the studios basically had to lower the wage as well. So, it was really challenging. And I don't know, I just felt like I was really loving online. Mm. And I didn't think that I would ever go down that route. Um, I was going to say, because the classes, especially a yoga yoga class, seems so connected and so much about being in the moment together. Yeah. That Can you get that within an online class then? Do you feel I, connected? I, I mean, I, I feel like in some aspects it's better because people oh. can focus more on their own practice. Yeah, I get when you. people are in a room together, you often see people looking at the next Comparing. Mirror. Yeah, and they're comparing with mm. each other. And... That can, or you get studios with mirrors. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. rid of those mirrors. That makes sense. Yeah, like, because mm. they're just looking at their body. Because that, that's looks. supposed to be the the idea you were talking about earlier like when you're trying to stop yourself from thinking and then mm. you're overthinking yeah. that thought yeah, yeah yeah it's like when you're trying to really do the movement and you're over analyzing in front of you how to do that movement yeah. rather than feeling it and yeah. doing it mm. and it's good it is good for your I should balance. be a teacher you should be a teacher absolutely <laughs> I'm you are a teacher again. Mikey in many ways <laughs> <laughs> thank you just to myself every day yeah, like, yeah. that's an idea I'll keep that for later yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, where were we going with this? What did you ask me? Um, when you're doing online classes, how you connect with that, and you said oh, it's yeah. more so, like you can connect more even. Yeah, or... well, so they still see me and I still see them. 
Mm. Um, so that's a really important part of it. Mm. And the class is still live, mm. and but we're recording it. So there are there are moments where I go up to the camera and I go, oh, so and so, you're not quite doing that right. Okay, let's yeah. let's just open here and do this here and and do some corrections. It's mm. really funny looking back on the recordings because you've got my concentration face. Right <laughs> <up> <laughs> like a fisheye lens. Yeah, just yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just so important to. The priority is the live classes mm. um, to keep people that, that have that connection and stuff. And then, yeah, the recordings are just there if people want to do it mm. after. But I don't know. I, the response from it is that they're really enjoying it. And obviously a lot of people are still feeling nervous about being in, you know, a sweaty room mm. with, that, with loads <laughs> of other people because of the yeah. c word i don't want to talk about it but yeah i, I get yeah yeah but yeah so it's tr- what did it rhyme with <laughs> <laughs> trombona <laughs> so you're doing your online classes yeah you're not bored because you're doing those i'm not bored but then you've decided you know what this collective's going to start up yeah Were you in talks with people We're- so yeah so what happened was i was kind of trying to brainstorm this idea where i was just like I'm not enough for my students in the sense of um, they need more versatile movement hmm. because if they only come to me and they only do my classes, then they they might start to get ailments hmm. because I know that a lot of the people who do yoga only do yoga. So I was like, I want to create a space where there is not just yoga hmm. in this platform. And so my signature class is called Not Just Yoga. Oh. Um, and then we've got our um, Marie is our kind of Hatha traditional yoga teacher okay. and she does like some beautiful guided meditations right and she's got the best French accent as well oh so soothing <laughs> um, and so take me away yeah yeah it's amazing and so we've we've got her and then there's Nicole our dynamic Pilates teacher and mm. she's wicked she's fiery she makes you work hard okay so you've kind of got that aspect I teach more I think my class have been described as gentle but strong mm. so I'm a really slow teacher um give people the time to get into positions but there's a lot of sneaky strength stuff in mm-hmm. there which I love because I love seeing their faces just go oh wasn't expecting this Th- this sounds great because you actually are showing that you really care about the people you're teaching because yeah. you didn't want to just go I want all them to come to me give me your money no, yeah do me become me yeah you're like no I've, I've noticed i've got a certain way of teaching and a certain way of how i like to conduct myself yeah but i've seen these other people and maybe we'd bring it all together and people will get the best out of that which sounds a real good thing for sure. everyone involved yeah yeah and mm. it's so important like there's a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of competition in a lot of different industries, and I'm just, I just didn't mm. sit right with me. I've mm. been in dance industry for ages, and it's so bitchy. I'm just is it like, quite egoic? Yeah, so is, is the it? yoga in, yoga industry. It's much say, worse. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. So I didn't it, realize. The strangest thing for me is when people grow egos out of losing ego or not having yeah, ego. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> now this awoke person. Yeah, awoke now I'm awake. Oh, man, now yeah. I'm enlightened. Mm. You're probably not if you're saying that. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. lot uh, of uh, virtue signaling is yeah, the key word nowadays, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and there's a lot of mm. there's a lot of things and there's a lot of buzzwords that go around on mm. social media to kind of drag people into that kind okay. of idea. Did as you well. notice because it happens in any clique there's an ugliness and there's yeah. a beauty. Yeah. Um and had you 
been pretty to that because I suppose when you're going into something as what's supposed to be as pure as helping people's mental health, getting them to move their body, flexible. Yeah. But then when you see the ugly sides, you must be a bit like, oh, I didn't think it would come here though. I didn't yeah. think it'd be a part of that. Yeah, and just I'm, I'm not cool with it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. cool. It doesn't sit yeah. right with me at what, all. What What would people look out for to notice that though? How do you know when you're getting what well, I've trust you and believe would be a good teacher and somebody who has a, a pure heart with it yeah how do you know when you're going down the route of somebody that's selling you a pyramid scheme or something in yeah essence? right so interesting things are that if you're going to a teacher who always has the answers to everything, ah. they're probably not a good teacher. Like a cult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and usually it's a man, and yeah. usually the answer is in his penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. I've yeah. watched a lot of documentaries in my time. Somebody claims to know a little bit more, and everyone has to sleep with him for some reason. <laughs> ridiculous yeah watch one the other day called holy hell have you seen it no is that on netflix oh man it's no i think you're the, the only way i can think you'd find it now is youtube right still has some gems in youtube yeah, but yeah. it was one of them that it, i just turned me back on this if you ever watch this podcast and you hear a little ding you now know what it is right so that's ah, only got that. a certain life to it <laughs> oh, you need a new camera there Mark, oh, don't you? Know, one of them babies <laughs> but this podcast uh not podcast it is a documentary yeah but honestly for 45 minutes you're like this is actually really cool really interesting and then the last half an hour you're like Oh my God. And it just flipped its head. I right. thought this guy was really cool. I yeah. loved him. And I didn't know where they were going with his documentary because all cool documentaries are very obvious. Yeah. You're watching them and you're like, I know where this is going. He's going to do this. And then, but here I was like, he's mint. He, and then, oh, oh no, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just don't be a sheep. Mm. like if basically a lot of people now like obviously are really big on following like gurus or people mm. that are is it is it predominantly men than women uh, yeah or... a lot of men in is the industry it? and so when when I first started my teach training I was teaching I was t uh, training in Ashtanga mm. and um Patabi Joyce was kind of the the kind of guy the mm. guru you would say and he's he's dead now, but um, there's loads of accusations now coming out about oh, him God. with, you know, sexual harassment and all sorts of stuff. And I've loads got, of people follow him. <laughs> loads of people follow him. And I, for me, I've always thought it's a bit bullshit. Like I yeah. don't, I don't really idol. I've never really idolised people in that yeah. sort of sense. Like my dad's always said this famous thing. You know, if someone told you to jump off a cliff, would you? Mm, and it's like, mm. well, if. Tabby Joyce told you to jump off a cliff. You probably would if you've been following all of his mm -hmm. stuff because they really do suck you in. Yeah, you can and see where the mentalities and attitudes come yeah. from with people. It's lost people, isn't it? Really, that it's just lost people. For it's, yeah, and it's it's dangerous. It's mm. really dangerous, and and it's like so. It's just always coming back and checking yourself. Like mm. for example, so whenever I went to um, one of the scenarios, it was me and Hamish. So my partner's Hamish. In case mm. you don't know about that, um, guy. shout out. <laughs> buddy <laughs> love you lovely guy <laughs> he's amazing yeah and um we went to an ashram in india and wow. they do like lots of cleansing things and one of the cleansing things is like you have to drink loads of salt water oh god and um, hamish actually wasn't in the ashram at the time he came a couple of days later anyway i was like i'm not doing that and uh there's no pressure to do it you know none of that and um everyone was like why don't you just do it and i was like 
no, like I need to know the benefits of what it's actually going to do because I've always been taught never to drink salt water. <laughs> mm, really? Well, yeah. Uh, I've had <laughs> a pint of salt uh, water. Not a pint then, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. when I, I've had abscesses and I've... Yeah, yeah, yeah swish it around your okay. mouth because it's a and really... spit it back out. Yeah, yeah, don't swallow yeah. it. And anyway, so I asked one of my friends in the ashram after she did it, she was like, oh, no, it wasn't that bad. I was like, yeah, but how do you feel now? Is, are oh. you, do you feel any different to prior and she was like oh no I don't actually feel any different yeah and I was like I didn't need to do it then (laughs) I didn't do that's just confirmed that for (laughs) me like Mm. I'm glad that I didn't do it because I think the the thing is like I'm into the kind of I like the idea of all the cleansing stuff I like the idea of detoxing and Mm. stuff like that but there's not enough science behind it for me to just go yeah I'll do it Mm. I'll give it a go Mm. and see if it makes me feel any better because there's a lot of things that that won't make you feel better doing Mm. that and the idea of drinking salt water, I think I was just completely switched off to the idea. I, I, I like, like that attitude, though, of somebody who is still willing to question everything and oh, yeah. whatever platform it's coming from and whoever's speaking it, you're there going, hang on, what? where's this come from, though? Yeah. Who said it? But because... I was surprised that nobody else was just like, yeah. why are we drinking a pint mm. of salt water? Or like that's the pack mentality, threading though, isn't this, it? Like, yeah. threading this like piece of elastic down. I don't know what it is. Mm. Piece of elastic down your nose, and then you catch it. I wonder if they at all mouth. like just did things to see if and people would. And then you would. just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh mate, that that makes me feel sick. But you see people yeah. on videos like heaving, trying to get this and thing the, out. The, of the, the back other of thing throat. that I get annoyed at is when people won't play a part, or they're like, no, that doesn't suit me or my soul or what I'm about. They get vilified for it. It's like, no, you should be taking part. You should be in this. And what I have to say is that ashram weren't like that. Mm. They were so Mm. accommodating. And I was, I went and watched them do it. Basically, I went and just watched loads of people be sick. Yeah. sake <laughs> we're cleansing yeah we're cleansing no, your body's like, trying yeah. to get rid of something it yeah. doesn't like it's rejecting yeah. it but that's the point of it right so they say that once you drink the salt water you're kind of purging and cleansing all of that out of your body mm. like spiritually as well and i do like i do believe that in some in some aspects but i will respect all cultures and yeah. everything they're about but again i think it's so important to go cool yeah not for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it in India they worship the cow? Um, they do, well, yeah, or they certain do. parts. Um, I've seen is many hit? Indians hit cows as well. Okay, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, not true. But then love. they're they're also frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's a place. Um, as a, it was on a Carl Pilkington thing, but it was still it, it was still really well put together documentary. Yeah, and. Um, they went there and they were eating the excrement, they were drinking the urine, they were putting it on the head. And it, again, it's like, um, is it Japan that believe if you cut a vulture's head off and put it under your pillow, you can see into the future? And in China, you know, the rhino with the horn. Right. There's lots of lots mythologies, of lots of ideas, lots of Poor um, animals beliefs. just getting killed for these beliefs. Ah, oh, yeah. That's where I'm like, right, listen, I respect cultures. I understand, but we do have to start questioning things. We yeah, do have to yeah, start yeah. Going, tradition is um, like, mm. sometimes tradition has to be broken down. Because a lot of people say, yeah, but it's traditional. Yeah. Yeah, but tradition's 
don't necessarily work now (laughs) and just because you've cut off a vulture's head for so many years have you know (laughs) i I don't don't think it's good for somebody said this the other day and they just went tradition is basically another word for something old Mm. (laughs) oh i like that let's change old things let's start with newisms and new ideas and new thoughts yeah yeah. i think that's the only way we're gonna actually get out of this rut we seem to be in yeah absolutely Uh, my my thought for when we're just talking of cults and people in the yoga industry who could be a pyramid scheme or could yeah. be doing it for the false reasons yeah is like the reason i feel it's so ripe in men is like evolutionary speaking like men used to predominantly be basing attracting people attracting females on right. like getting stronger and bigger and muscles and being the the hunter-gatherer. Yeah. And I don't know where the shift came from. Maybe it was the 60s movement, whatever movement it was. But then it started being able to, like, consciously talk woke and and speak to people on this vibe and and be the... uh, use their minds. And I've seen that. To be honest, the reason I can speak honestly on it is because I've been a part of that. Like, when I was in my growing stage and learning stage when I was listening to Buddhism but all isms and then a bit of Russell Brand of course oh, and God, love him. a bit of everything yeah I was like all this information and then people would like go oh that's I've never thought like that before yeah but it started to feel more egoic and again like fuel that fire yeah. of like oh people are li- yeah. I don't have to look good anymore I just have to say good yeah so that that's where I've noticed it in Things as, what we said earlier, pure as like yoga, meditation, these industries. Yeah, and I think that that kind of idea as well makes me be really careful about what I do, like mm. what buzzwords I kind of say on I social get, yeah. media. Because like, for example, community is something that kind of gets thrown around mm. a lot mm. as a word. But whether actually these yoga studios or places are actually creating a community mm. is something different. Obviously, there will be people who go there and feel part of something Mm. but I don't know whether they're reaching a community that is all inclusive Mm. because yoga now that we've taken it into the west it is very much it's very much become like a white middle-class women's sport Mm. and um actually someone said is yoga a sport the other day I was like I just keep saying that yeah (laughs) probably not um (laughs) I'd like to see it in the olympics yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I do think they have competitions though in India. Okay. Yeah, they have yoga competitions. Is it literally like how, long, how many times you can bend your leg? How, your yeah, head? or like um, how long can you stay in this posture for? Oh, cool. Or, yeah, the ashram that we were at, they um, they had um, yoga competitions. That's Not while we were there, but yeah, they, I was like, God, I didn't know that. <laughs> Sounds great. Somebody at every point of when we start anything up and then we get into the yoga, it's like, we could compete in this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to be the best. Yeah. It's like, no, hang on, it was great as it was. Yeah, <laughs> Stop yeah. pushing it further. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even but, saunas. <laughs> yeah. Like, sauna, com- who can last the longest? <laughs> That's uh, dangerous. I know, I know. It happens though, doesn't oh, it? Sorry. It's all right. It's still on. feel like I'm not the only person that's ever done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking the place to bits. <laughs> so, do you love this field then you're happy oh, yeah. you're a part of that because we've literally had it in this field haven't we yeah i did that some yoga wonderful. here yeah loved doing and that. that's what 
I'm talking about and you were talking about was when you people say jargon words or buzzwords like community, but then when you when it means something, that was me watching a community of yeah. people together. And I like and that's one of the things that I'm trying to create with the movement collective is is like an environment that is really inclusive. And I've got so much to learn from that as well. Like I've been brought up in a you know, in kind of a household that's not had to struggle for money and I've had an edu- like a really good education. I've mm. been fortunate enough to go to university, although I did drop out. Oh my and life. Actually, <laughs> I went to university twice and I dropped out twice. <laughs> That's another story. That sounds a good story. Yeah, but I've had so many opportunities and I think that um, I come from a place of ignorance as well into like how other people's lives are and how they've Mm. lived so I've kind of and I think this actually came from the Black Lives Matter movement Mm. as well it's made me kind of sit and just go okay there will be things that I will have done that will be racist Mm. and that I've Mm. not actually consciously acknowledged so now it's but it's not just about racism it's just about including people and trying to get yoga and mo- well movement in general mm. out to people because it shouldn't just be a privilege everyone should have a human right to move and mm. learn how to move well mm. um and so that's one of the drives of the of the platform and so we basically have like three different payment tiers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've got you know the cheapest one and the highest payment okay but all the tiers offer everything you know Mm. it's not you pay more and get more i get you pay what you can afford that's amazing and then you just get everything Mm. and so so i've had a few people tell me that that's really not a good business plan really which i don't think it is but i really i just it just didn't sit right with me in in Mm. any other way i was just like look if i'm actually going to get yoga out to people who can't afford it or they don't have the time or whatever i'm going to be having to get a price that's like good for people and Mm. I also want people to be able to go that price is still too much for me can Mm. I and I'm like you know can I come on a a lower membership like yeah absolutely is this because it feels more than a job to you it's way more than a job Mm. like I don't earn shit in this field yeah yeah like and any any yoga teacher will probably tell you that unless they're doing retreats all the time and you know they've they've got they're employed Mm. because a lot of yoga teachers who work in studios they're not employed they're self-employed so you go to that one class a week there where that teacher's teaching once Mm. they get 25 quid for that class Yeah. yeah it seems like a lot for an hour <laughs> but they're traveling they're yeah, probably yeah, planning, yeah, yeah. planning their class and they've only got that one hour mm. and so you have to see you know and there's loads of yoga teachers now as well uh, have you done a job that you absolutely hated before though have you been into yeah, a, loads. a nine to fiver or anything no not nine to five but i was in like, retail for years were you? yeah but i sort of secretly loved retail as okay. well okay yeah i love selling people clothes and <laughs> i don't know what it was about me mikey but, but i loved it <laughs> when you got into just because is yoga like basically your full time now is that what you're yeah pushing towards yeah well i actually i work at plant as well in derby plant cafe wicked place yeah shout out plant Plant derby dave's amazing who owns that place what's that Uh, like it's a vegan cafe okay um vegan cafe and restaurant and also kind of bar as well Mm. um it's the old bodega is it Bodega? No. What was it called? Brooklyn Social. Mm. The old Brooklyn Social. They okay. uh, they took over that. 
wicked place. Where, where is it? Because I've just... It's down Sadler Gate. Sadler Gate. Yeah. Right. So I... I, I want um, sponsorings more. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I started that recently and mm. that came from needing money from mm. out of lockdown me and hamish just bought a boat so we needed oh my god yeah. <laughs> boat line hang on how long are we and we've not yeah. even got into boats yeah wow. yeah we'll put that aside for now but yeah i needed um i needed some money um but also some company mm. working for yourself you're yeah, all alone yeah. and mm. i see like because i work at my dad's house my family home that's where i work oh beautiful because uh, i got the studio out the back and got my little i've just taken over my dad's house and no he absolutely loves it <laughs> um and yeah so but all i see is like have those kind of business conversations with my dad or mm. have those business conversations with hamish and or just just to talk to somebody else mm. and have that kind of social aspect of work so yeah i work there a few days a week now and i absolutely love it mm. i love interacting with customers we're just people aren't they yeah, don't exactly. see them as customers really but yeah <laughs> they're just people and get chatting and do you have all ranges of people like do you, do you have any mikey's come to oh absolutely do you? yeah yeah no. dave attracts like lo- he's got such a good vibe with the place mm. that he attracts so many lovely people there mm. really interested people as well <laughs> do you want events and things or will they, you be doing they don't yet but okay. why are you thinking poetry yeah, I've yeah, just got, yeah. Like, you know they've got two neurons are firing yeah the yeah they've got two <laughs> upstairs uh, upstairs rooms that are really nice mm. and yeah they could be there for events we me and dave spoke about doing some yoga there because all that the reason i asked about the if you've had a job you've deplored and hated it was because i was just gonna ask you that moment of when you started doing yoga full time was that a beautiful moment for you was that a moment where like i got out of the mud yeah (laughs) oh that was scary though you know yeah Yeah, how is life in the self-employment world at the minute oh well i mean it's always up and down yeah um (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Me, me and Hamish are really good with money. We don't, mm. we don't spend much. We live a very simple life. You know, uh, most you manage to travel as well. Yeah, so did we, you do that? Yeah, very simplistic. Yeah, because we camp. Yeah, we don't pay. We wild camp. I love people like you. Yeah, <laughs> so we can afford to go on holiday because all wow. we pay for is food. Yeah, and then we can. Yeah, obviously, you know, we put down a few pints and we'll have a pub meal and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, just uh, we can afford it because we don't. Where where did you go? Where were you when you went travelling together? Was it? Oh, that was last year. You yeah. went about the big walk. You, did you? Yeah, you did a big walk. Were you in Europe? Oh no! So that was prior. So that we were living in Spain for a year. Oh, there you go. I was like... earning more money in Spain than I've ever earned before. That <laughs> <Okay>. was fantastic. <laughs> Doing but, yoga? No, I was teaching English. Oh, okay. Teaching English as a foreign language to adults. You've done so much with your life. <laughs> <laughs> You've been all over the shop. <laughs> I think that means that I'm not settled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take it as you will. Well, yeah. Suppose you just got to try everything out. My mum always said to me, "God, you change your mind all the time," and I'm like, mm. "I know, but I've done loads, haven't I?" I think that's the way the world's shaping though isn't it yeah. like when it was a a belief where you go on you get this job you live in this way you get this pension yeah you die yeah and now it is like Sounds just spinning so trying out this running over here yeah. failing starting again building and and it's this um new knowledge of yeah unlearning and relearning all the time oh yeah i love that yeah mm. unlearning and relearning absolutely and I just love it. I get bored if if you're doing this. The only thing I haven't been bored with is movement. 
Yeah, and yeah. and I think it's just because there's so much changing. Yeah. yeah, there's so much thing, so much um, change happening in the industry all the time. There's new research coming out with anatomy and stuff. So I've got so much stuff mm. stimulating me, and mm. obviously the movement collective now is like got me project. Yeah, yeah, got me project, and like that's my that's my focus. I, I like you always have to have like a little pun with you. Like you had the out of Michelle, <laughs> yeah. and the, the, but the movement collective, even that just right. I was like, yeah, it's right. all movement. It yeah, makes yeah, sense because yeah, I was yeah. thinking before like you making a movement but yeah wow yeah. <laughs> on tronders falling out your ears <laughs> so uh, like do you know a lot of the science i know this is going everywhere i was going go- traveling here but yeah we're going when everywhere. you mention science are you into the science of it all as well like do you yeah. know quite a lot about the no. anatomy and the body yeah and i try my hardest okay. and i think and i put it out there as well on social media because it's, it's something that i'm really passionate about and and I think it's so important. I find it hard. What, why? It's so hard to what, learn. Like to, to somebody that doesn't know, why is movement so important? Like, what is, is it releasing endorphins? Is it releasing dopamine? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, all of that. What's happening at the moment of movement and why should I be doing more of it? Well, okay, let's, let's put it this way simply. Um, your body is shaped to the movement that you expose it to or do. So if you don't move... <laughs> your body is shaped to not moving and it becomes really, really good at that. Mm. So um, a common thing is that loads of people have tight hamstrings or they have Mm. lower back issues. Yeah, Um, yeah. Just name two at the minute that I'm really struggling with. Yeah, well, tight hamstrings is usually actually a sign of weakness in the hamstrings Mm. and tight anything is usually a sign of weakness because we sit down a lot. Yeah, And when we sit down, we kind of all the muscles just go blah. Ah, they go really ah. lazy and they're not active because chairs are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, make, they make you feel relaxed. Um, but yeah, so movement is in that side of it so important because when, when you get older and mm. you're not able to move as well, if you've had a life where you've been training your body mm. constantly, um, but in ways that are really healthy and versatile, when you get older, you know, you'll be fine. Mm. You'll be walking around and you'll be still be bending down, picking yeah. up things. If you fall over, you, your body will be used mm. to kind of impact and load. Whereas if you don't do any of that and you sit on your ass all the yeah. time, if you fall over or you lose your balance, which you are more likely to do, then you're going to maybe, I don't know, break your hip mm. or land funny. So could somebody that's, say, in a nine-to-five office job or sat down all day... Come to the movement. Could, yeah, get to the movement. <laughs> could, could they be doing that while they're at work as well? Yeah. Are there lots of exercises you can do sat down? Yeah, yeah, there are, there are. But, okay. I mean, I would always say if you've sat down for an hour, get up every hour and yeah. walk around for five minutes. Okay. Or... Do kind of the opposite movement. So like when you sit down, you've got um, flexion in your hips. So that's kind of the closing yep. angle of the joint. And so when... A-level sports science, you know. Oh, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, so then when you stand up, maybe you could actually just like stretch and extend mm, the mm. hip instead. Mm. Um, but yeah, I a lot of people now have got those stand-up desks. Yeah, yeah bouncy balls get a bouncy About, ball yeah yeah got one for chrissy at the minute yeah with yeah yeah, they yeah. Are, they're great i recommend Been having a little ball. go now and then yeah do you love it <laughs> it's good fun yeah yeah, yeah it's great so you i can imagine me on it like yeah this is, i'm loving life right now yeah, i'm I, bouncing my day away 
I had a teacher at university and um, he was uh, he was actually a Buddhist as well, but he uh, had this huge bouncy ball. He used to just sit cross-legged mm. on it. I was like, how are you balancing that? Mm. It was amazing. Now, one thing I've heard of is uh, Kundalini yoga. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never tried it. I've, I've, only, I've heard about it on lots of podcasts. Yeah. And the thing that really fascinates me in this is uh, the psychedelic experience mm. that a lot of people have had during it. Oh, my God, yeah. I used to be a bit of one for uh, naughty boy times and psychedelic drugs, and <laughs> trying out things and learning things on the way. Yeah. But the fact that you can self-induce this without mm. going on those discoveries and yeah. potentially getting the knock-on effects from that really fascinates me. Oh, and yeah, I've really, I've been, it's funny you mentioned Kundalini okay. Yoga because I've been seeking that out for a while and just before lockdown, um, I found a teacher and obviously we just went into lockdown so we couldn't do it. Right. But I wanted to try Kundalini Yoga because I feel like it's nothing like I teach. Right. And That's I, what I like about you. You're always like trying to learn the next thing yeah, and take yeah. different pieces away. That's yeah, easier. but it also is important for me to kind of get back that home practice. And mm. so finding a different style that I don't teach, Excellent. then that would be good for me because then I'll do it and I won't feel the need to teach it. Mm. And so I can really connect with that. And, but have you had any psychedelic experiences in your meditation and your practices while doing what you're doing? Yeah, loads. <laughs> have um, you? Well, actually, the mo the one that um, stands out the most was actually in dance. And oh. that was at university. And this is what resonates with me about kundalini yoga there's a lot of similarities with this experience that i had hmm. we had an external teacher come in and he was talking about oh you might have heard of it actually ecstatic dance oh yeah i've seen it i think is it yeah. when they're just going crazy it's crazy yeah <laughs> but you build up to that right right and i don't know whether it was actually an ecstatic dance class that we did hmm. um or whether it was just kind of this build up and what you did was you just stayed still stood uh, standing and then closed your eyes and everyone in the room did the same thing mm. and then i can't remember if he put on music or something because it did get a bit trippy like and he just gave you instructions and he was building it up and his his voice was amazing it right. was like a kind of terence mckenna style. Oh, okay yeah, um, yeah. and it was not re quite putting you to sleep then, but not quite, keeping but in a level, engaged. yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, he kind of created this level of trance, mm. and you just got your eyes closed, and you start like he's like just doing this gentle movement, so feeling waves in the body or something like mm. that. Okay, and um, and then you started to move around. But when you moved around, you had to keep your eyes closed and oh. just sense other people around you and try and miss them. And you did. Ah. You didn't touch each other. You just kind of missed each other. And then what started happening for me was like I started getting visions, um, just like shapes and colors. Mm. And um, I kind of got a little bit freaked out. So I opened my eyes and it was just that. It was out. Oh, right. But I was, re I was like, I'd never had any. Do you wonder what would have happened if you'd have gone down the Oh, I reckon I would have had like yeah. this. So he was, he came in to try and create a level of pure ecstasy. That's okay. what he said. Wow. And it, I, I think it did work for a lot of people and everyone has to be like kind of really into it and believe in it. Mm. And I mean, that dance community anyway was just like, yeah, I'll give anything a go. Yeah. I love people like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, it, but I, I don't know. I, something in me made me open my eyes and I'm not really sure why, mm. but I do 
believe that you can get to that level through movement definitely mm. definitely I did a similar thing like maybe four years ago and uh, I just saw a workshop on I was like I'd give that a go and yeah. it was like a drama workshop but it took us <laughs> in this room <laughs> turned all the lights off <laughs> but then, sounds a little uh, weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like 12 strangers but we had and honestly time was non-existent because we were in there for about two hours but like we had to move around each other Mm. but there was this part of the side of myself because I'm from Ripley and lads 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 (laughs) (laughs) but I was really like I felt very silly while doing it and it took me a long time to actually let my inhibitions let myself go yeah that was but the moment I did it was really beautiful I remember that moment vividly it was like this is just beautiful I felt movement I actually understood it for the first time yeah and it's so I don't know whether you felt like this sort of it just it it, you embody it and it's almost like you're not conscious of the movement that you're doing you're just moving and you're flowing Mm. with it Mm. and you're just going with whatever feels good Mm. and you take away this aspect of kind of sight and what it looks like yeah yeah and it's just oh God, yeah, I want to do it now? Yeah, <laughs> get an ecstatic dance go. on the old yeah. bus. Yeah, starting off here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's Wacky like this urge. Blonde, man. I don't know whether people mm. experience it, but I literally get this like really strong urge. Like if a song comes on that I love, like I'm just got, I've got to mm. dance. I've got to dance. Is, is Kundalini? often associated with sex is that like yeah so i mean i'm not an expert on this i don't know much about it but i thought that was yeah so it's all so kundalini yoga i believe someone might comment on this and say energies yeah so it's to do with your chakra system and the root chakra in particular Mm. and the root chakra is your kundalini energy i think um and you're trying to awaken your energy through all these different movements and breathing exercises have you seen the Russell Brand Kundalini Yoga uh, classes that he does on YouTube? No. It's wicked. Do I need to? Yeah. I mean, okay. if you're into Russell Brand. I, I, I love it. Do you know what? It really came from five years ago, six, right. where he was really into the no voting. Yeah. I'd never, yeah. I always, from school, I was really naughty. Yeah. I got asked to leave both my primary, then went to a different primary, managed to get to secondary. Secondary didn't go well. I can't imagine you being naughty. Well, I I was always, I've never nasty, but really cheeky. Cheeky. I'm just, I'm the sort that has to be moving. If they tried to sedate me, put me down, sit me in front of something, tell me this is what you should think. Remember this info. That's that's how school's based. And some people, hey. There you go, it's gone off again. Some people really vibe well with that. Like my sister, that was how she worked. Yeah. For me, I had to be up. And that's yeah. that's what school should be. We should yeah, like try absolutely. and work out what everyone's about and yeah. work for them. Yeah. So it didn't work for me. No. <laughs> anyway, got, got told to leave eventually. Yeah. And I remember... I was working on the farm, I worked in Thornton's, I did loads of shitty jobs that you can imagine. Yeah. But I always thought differently. I always had this thought like, this can't be it. There's got to be more. Mm. And it was a Russell Brand, it was on Paxman. But when he was talking the way he was talking, so passionate, he's like, this Mm. is all bullshit, everything we've been sold to lie It hit me here. It wasn't just like my ego talking or anything like that. It was like, there's something he's saying here. I, I felt... 
he might not know what he's on about. I didn't know what I was on about at the time. No. But there's something right that is about because the system didn't seem right. No. I was looking around my job and everyone was just packing boxes passively, mm. not questioning anything. And I was like, this is shit. Yeah. This is not what the world's supposed yeah. to be. And I think Russell Brand at that time really resonated with a lot of people. I mean, mm. I remember that. Yeah, the- yeah. You reckon it was five years ago? I, met, I, might, I think God. longer. I really I maybe think much longer because yeah, I've been with Chrissy like three years, and then I, I'm going for seven. Let's go right, seven. Se- seven. But then lucky uh, number seven. It, he started up the trues. Yeah, did trues, you watch the trues? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Russell Brand. So yeah. I went down that path. Yeah, and it was just every week like saying something I felt mm. strongly, and I didn't know where from. Yeah, uh, I even went to um. So then later on the line, this I went to South Africa, lived there for a year, went away. Cool. When I came back, I'd got into poetry through losing a friend. Right. But he was still doing the trues and he did this show. And I remember I was sat at this table in London, Shoreditch, writing a poem. And I'm just here like, what are you doing, mate? And I turn around and he's there. There's Russell Brand. Yeah, because it was at his trues. He did like these secret the shows. Oh. Whatever, like secret true shows. You lucky bugger. I know, I got a ticket. So, but then, this is better. He goes, oh, mate, uh, do you want to do a poem? On the, and I was like, oh. So that was one of my first shows. God. I was, I legitimately. That's amazing. But How did yeah, you feel that, about that? That was big. Oh, it was God. very. I'd be shitting myself. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was that. That really was something to me. But again, I felt at the time, I'd I'd use my ego to just fuel myself with information and regurgitate it. Yeah. But then down the line, now I've tried to actually live it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to become Russell Brand rather than be my own version of me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I think his but stuff's was, so interesting. It, yeah. That that's who got me really into it. Yeah. But I'm not continued with his his journey since yeah so, it's really interesting yoga yeah it's really in- i've not seen loads of his stuff but it's really interesting how it's all developed mm. because i think he obviously went through a time where he was just like ah, oh, i told loads of people to vote and not to vote and i probably really shouldn't have done that he's just and, so honest like yeah. everything he says is always like listen like I don't know what I'm on about, I though. don't know what I'm on like, about. I'm just another human, yeah. like the rest of you. I'm really trying to work this all out yeah. for myself. Yeah. And I'm saying it out there, it's not my fault I've got such a big platform, but yeah. I'm trying, and you really feel that from him. Yeah, I think... I, People yeah, love I think to just be the hearsay of like, oh, he's a knobhead, he's, he's done this, he's done that, like, yeah. link him with his past. Should we do that with everyone, then? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's but made the, a mistake. I think, yeah, I think the thing is, as well, like, people's opinions always change, mm. and I don't know know i remember when i was younger and people were like you can't change your opinion oh why not yeah yeah why not i was not growing then am i mm. you know because some things that i thought i agreed with you know two months ago i probably don't mm. agree with now or whatever it's always changing i, I wrote a lyric the other day oh go on. it said opinions are faulty because if you don't budge you judge there you go yeah <laughs> i've said that like four times on here Have you? <laughs> no i just i really liked it when i said it because i remember being so regimented and fixated on my opinions yeah and that was fact yeah and i can't believe how down the path i went with people yeah and as soon as they thought other i was just like oh he's just a, a labeled them oh he's just a right-wing idiot or yeah oh he's just been part of this he don't get it yeah but i'm like 
I'm literally doing to them what they're doing, doing to, to me. What yeah, am I yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally, whatever you put out, I think is yeah. just a mirror of what. We just want to be right. Oh, we God, just want... we love being right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love being right. Mm. It's in a the dangerous house, place in to the, be, though. In the household, though, Mikey, I'm always right. Yeah. <laughs> in the boat hold. <laughs> in the boat hold. <laughs> what, what's the boat hold like? Just give oh, me a briefing. God, like, it's so lovely. Let's um, do a guided tour. Guided in mind. tour. Right, okay. Like, so we're, we're walking down the... Pontoon. Pontoon. Is it pontoon? It's a pontoon. I live on the bloody river. So I don't cool. live on the canal. So cool. I live on the River Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. So we're, we're walking down the pontoon. Yeah. You and Hamish yeah. and Chrissy. Yeah. She'll, she'll come along. I'm yeah. sure. And little Ella. Yeah. Oh, and then we, we, do, we go right and the boat's there. Yeah, you're right. It is on the right. I thought it might be. Yeah. <laughs> now, what happens next? So you step on off the pontoon and onto the boat. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of movement happening there. And okay. you go through these teeny tiny doors. How teeny tiny? They're pretty small. How much um, of a duck? I'm five foot seven and a bit. <laughs> right, so you're probably the same height as Hamish, roughly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a bit of, like, you know, you have to, cr- like half a forward fold in yoga. I thought you were going to say crawl. No, 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 half a forward fold. <laughs> forward but if you've got, fold. If you've got a big backpack on you, yeah, back, you're you getting have to, stuck. you've got to really crouch yeah. to get yourself in. Um, and yeah, you enter Toots as Toots. Tooting. Number three is our boat name. Right. Oh, the boat is called Toots. Tooting, yeah. Tooting. But Toots for sure. Did you name it? No, I, I don't know who named it. So, wait, shouldn't the boat owners name the boat? No. No, that's not We can works. change the name of it, but I think... I don't know the I, boating world at all. I, I, I'm not... I'm getting used to it. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting to know it myself, but I think you don't change the name of the boat. Because... Here's a thought, like, yeah, sorry, no, take me into your boat. First. You want me to go yeah, into back sorry, into the boat? I, you know what I'm like. Tangent. Here's a thought. I, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so you enter the boat and then the best bits on the left is the fire. Right. And then the fire heats up the whole boat because we've got a back burner. Mm. So I don't know whether people know what a back burner is, but it's basically like a piping system. Okay. Technical term there. Yeah, yeah. Um, to a radiator it. in yeah. the bedroom and it kind of circulates hot. So it's quite water. warm on the boat then. It, yeah a bit too hot sometimes yeah mm. it's great is when you and hamish are on now yeah yeah <laughs> it's when i put an extra log on and he's yeah. gone to bed <laughs> <laughs> do you have like electrics and everything yeah so we have three solar panels oh. and three leisure batteries and obviously That's in cool. the summer we don't really use the leisure batteries i was and gonna say because leisure batteries last a long time really they don't do they? they do and in the winter i think the general rule of thumb is that you just put your engine on mm. a few times maybe a month okay um but i don't know we haven't tried it out yet i think hamish has been running the engine um and, and it do, it literally does everything like you can get through a series of netflix you yeah. can have the kettle on as well the, yeah no so we don't have a kettle in that okay. sense we boil water on right. the hob we have a it looks like a kettle though yeah, you know yeah, one of yeah. those ones that whistles does it whistle oh, no I it doesn't that. whistle oh it's faulty that's a let down i know it's really annoying <laughs> i really look my mum and dad have one and they have it on the arga yeah when you walk oh, in yeah. it's like so farm like yeah like, oh, love yeah i love good. that aspect of kind mm. of getting involved with that life a little yeah. bit more um, but yeah, no, it doesn't bloody whistle. But because I don't want to waste things, that kettle still works fine. So I can't get rid of it. <laughs> of course. So I've got to keep it. Have you managed to utilise all of the spaces? We're getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love doing that sort of stuff. Have you had to like build in floorboards and... 
right so we ripped out all the floorboards because they were rotten so okay. we relaid them down that was right. a big job had to take out all the kitchen and stuff wow um and then so underneath the bed before was just kind of it was like kind of boxed off mm -hmm. so we rebuilt the bed frame so now we can get six boxes underneath the bed wow we have more storage now than we did in our one bed flat in Derby, <laughs> which is amazing. So, um, and then, yeah, just clever storage spaces like underneath the sofa. I mean, Ikea has been our best friend for the last it's few years. It's good, isn't yeah. it? There's some genius little inventions yeah. at Ikea. I don't know. I just ignore if like they're not mor like morally They're not morally, yeah. I just ignore we're, that. We're not I'm, endorsing Ikea. Yeah, I just need Ikea in my life at the minute. <laughs> just saying it, that some of the ideas do work. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's meant to be simple. Got this little um, bookshelf, but like it was simple with a little roller on it and all my books fit in, but don't fall out. It was oh, like brilliant. 12 quid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? So I'm good. in. Yeah, yeah. It's Utilizing so space wherever now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What else about the boat? Did what you else have, want to know? Were you materialistic before boat life? And no. have you ever been materialistic? Yeah. Have yeah. you? I still am in in some aspects. I think everyone is in some ways. But I, I'm really trying to picturing like wardrobes and things like that at the minute. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of clothes, yeah. Um, I. I've kept all my clothes and I've taken them onto the boat, but I didn't yeah. have many before. Mm. I, actually, I would still consider myself to have a lot of clothes. Too many for one person. Or? Too many for one person, essentially, because you only need one, two pairs of outfits, really. Yeah, you just yeah. swap. Yeah. And that's what happened when I went to India. They lost my luggage. So I was only living in a backpack. Swapsies. Had to have I had to borrow Hamish's box as well. It's really, oh, wow. It's an awful time. <laughs> the Tasmanian but, devil on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what was great was that I didn't have my backpack full of shit. Mm. All I had was just my little bag. And it was amazing. I knew what I was wearing the next day. Yeah. I knew yeah. what I was wearing the next day after that. I think this is a really good thing for people who are struggling mentally to consider is enough and yeah. learning enough and learning like to get by on the bare necessities yeah. on the old army. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Representing. Yeah. yeah. But that, that was something I discovered when I was backpacking. I did uh, Australia for a year, but took way too much like oh, the biggest yeah. backpack of you can imagine like yeah. picture that in your head times it by five <laughs> and then by the end of it literally like just get i just had a, a rucksack on yeah <laughs> yeah like, you end cool. up just boycotting all your stuff yeah you just leave there's it no places. great feeling there, there, yeah all the way through it feels like you're peeling off layers of self yeah and just like forget leave that behind didn't need that yeah. really it, it feels and, and i think that's probably a good place for people to start is like what do i actually need in my backpack mm. and if they have this image of like their backpack yeah, what yeah, would they yeah. take with them mm. um so mm -hmm. yeah no i've got i like sorting through my clothes and getting rid of clothes and stuff like that but i have like if i have a maybe pile and with the maybe pile it kind of sits there in a box for six months and if i have if i come back to that maybe pile and i've not used it it goes that's a great attitude because i, need I don't need it implement that in my yeah. life yeah and so that's really helped me to get rid of a lot of stuff mm. and also it's so much easier now when i go to my wardrobe and i know that i've got my outfits like i know that this top will also go with three other skirts yeah. and and so you can kind of create 
loads of what is it trini and susanna was it back in the day that used to do this <laughs> is that a sitcom in it no it's that that clothing thing. oh i'm thinking of, oh i'm thinking of that patty do you know where they're like re- like smoking oh that was a good show but sorry I'm not, i don't even know what oh, that is but that sounds great the, there was one where there were two women and there were just, uh, patty and somebody else there's gonna be a lot of people screaming at me now but then like just <laughs> used to like smoke get drunk and have sex and that was the right. show oh they were yeah this is completely <laughs> yeah, different what i'm on about when you mentioned it yeah, that's no. a strange reference trini, trini and susanna used to help women um well they used to help women um get like better at picking clothes that okay. suited their body shapes and their colors i've and heard stuff like, like i had um do you know loren uh from yeah Bambi's yeah Den? love yeah. loren yeah she's but wicked i've heard that's one of the best ways of getting rid of fast fashion but actually being conscious of when you're buying clothing and fashion wearing things that actually suit you and actually work for you yeah because you feel i completely agree with that you feel a lot more comfortable and mm. and you don't care if any because i used to have this thing when i was younger where i was just like i can't go out on a night out because last week i wore that outfit and i can't wear that outfit again mm. so i've got to go into town and buy a new outfit what yeah that's so yeah, stupid yeah. so like it be- ends up your clothes becoming disposable yeah. so you end i used to love though going into town with the girls and picking my outfit for the yeah, night yeah. and that would be that but imagine if you went into town with the girls and you couldn't find your outfit for Ooh. the night and then you had to go home and look for your wardrobe again and yeah so it was it was really important to kind of create this wardrobe that was Easy to look at and go, oh, I'll wear that today. I'll wear that today. I'll wear ah, that today. Okay. But I mean, most days I'm just in joggers yeah. because I teach yoga and I'm Sounds in pajamas great. most days. That's basically what it is. Is the boat near your dad's where the studio is? It's in Beeston. Okay. Yeah. So about 20 minutes away from and what, the studio. Um, what's the boat in community like? Because say with like the camping community and yeah. people all converting campers now. Yeah. Everyone feels very protective of, which they should to to a degree. They don't want everyone to do it. But then sometimes you feel people are quite snooty and condescending. It's like, we thought of the boat idea first. Oh, yeah. You get, um, you get those everywhere. Do you? Yeah. Do you, uh, do, yeah but is not, it ripe or do you just get few people? No, nah, I mean, we've been so welcomed in that community. Really? Yeah. It's just oh, such cool. a lovely, lovely place to be. And obviously our neighbours are... Um, our mates who sold us the boat oh my so like this just <laughs> this lo- yeah yeah there's just this lovely synchronicities that happened mm. um yeah no there's no i don't know I've, i don't think i've been in the boating world long enough to kind of know if there's anything like I, I, like when we went out in the uh, ldv uh, yeah. that's done, all done up with my friend did it but uh we go on little holidays out and stuff Wicked. and then we've got our own van now to eventually do it but i keep doing odd jobs at the minute yeah little yeah white van man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i do i remember going out and about and feeling like really imposter syndrome emerging because of the conversations i'm having yeah and people are like well yeah or you get all these new people doing it now and yeah wanting to because it's like well isn't that beautiful isn't yeah that i think thing? it's great like buy a boat yeah do it yeah, yeah. buy a van because it's such a sustainable way to live like mm. the the thing well if you're into oh if you're into that sort of stuff like you know you save loads of money on mm. water and you know we don't pay bills now yeah our bills wow. are making you are sh- off grid we are off yeah. grid yeah because we don't have an electrical hookup 
either. So what are some of the the hindrances though? There's got to be. They've got like, little moments oh. where you're like, oh, that, I miss them days. Yeah. Well, so far we've been really organised. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we forget to get the water or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So like for example, at the moment we've got leaks. Yeah. And I think that's a common thing with boats. Is it? You get leaks, and okay. you're just like, why is that water coming in there, and is where is it coming from? Often through the windows. Yeah. And seals. Yeah. Seals. And so like seems to be the case yeah you just need to look after the boat and keep mm. on top of it and just you know and then you do those jobs in the summer when it's nice outside yeah, yeah. and stuff like that carrying stuff down the pontoon is hard work but i'm gonna get strong yeah that's my gym <laughs> yeah carrying so, so coal down the pontoon you, you've decided consciously which is a great attitude but anything that could be considered a hindrance you've turned it into a, a positive yeah <laughs> apart from the fact i get motion sickness oh god do you actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bloody awful i'm not so bad now that i've been on it but the i'm noticing it more now because you have a water tank at the front of your boat and it's just started getting lighter and lighter mm. so the boat is a bit more movie oh my god movie. and then yeah movie that's my word um and it's the same in anything right i get motion sickness in the car on mm. airplanes on trains um and yeah it's now i get land sickness actually even talking about it is making me feel a bit motion really sickness. is this getting so, yeah. yet oh. yeah i feel like the the bus is moving <laughs> like that um so yeah now i get land sickness where i've come off the boat because i'm so used to it and i'm walking on the pontoon which oh, is bouncy okay, yeah, and then yeah. i go on to dry land and i'm like Ugh. Is it the equivalent of like when I've been on a game? Do you know where you've actually got to hold a steering wheel and you, oh, yeah. I'm driving game? Yeah. And then when I get in my car, honestly, down the road, I'm like, <laughs> GTA. <laughs> so I don't dangerous. get out of it and start battering people with a no, baseball no, bat, no. I swear to God. But... Yeah, nicking money off yeah. prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was this one time. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> but that, it, it's funny how the mind works and how yeah. that reacts to when it's used to rocking or yeah. being in balanced situations, having the opposite, it's, yeah. it's not yeah, vibing you, with it. Yeah, so your body's shaped to the movement you're exposed oh, it to, right? It all so it so yeah, yeah, it all comes back round. <laughs> yeah. A bit like that balance Now give thing. this girl some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's, I've not really felt like I needed like a transition period either of like moving onto the boat because I've just got there and I didn't feel stressed about it because you're just in nature. Mm. You just walk outside and you just, you're just in nature and it's just so lovely. Mm. Do, do you feel a real strong bond with nature now being on the boat? Did you, did you lose touch with that before? Have you always been no. out and about walking, yeah. experiencing fit? Well, I, I'm, it all started actually when I really met Hamish and yeah. he, he's always been big into, you know, outdoor stuff and mm. walking and climbing. And, and I did get into climbing just before I met him and kind of actually met him through climbing and yeah, his love for nature and mm. his love for being outside and walking. And just, he has this thing, this kind of motto where he will say the area that you live, you just explore from your house. Mm. So you just start start walking from your house. And a lot of people actually did this in lockdown mm. because they had nothing else to do. And we've been doing that, you know, in San Sebastian when we lived there last year. Okay. We were right. So from this house where we live in, we're going to just walk that way. We'll walk that way. We'll walk a different direction. Mm. And, mm. and then 
and you just create a walk and come back. And I just loved that because mm. it doesn't cost money. It's a really beautiful yeah. way to see the area that you're living in. Because very often, you know, if you live in Derby, what you'll do is you'll get in your car and you'll go to the Peak District, yeah, yeah. which is a wicked place to go, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But actually, there's loads of places in and around Derby that have got these little, like, nooks and crannies of nature. And just it's a common conception people share is like oh i'd love to travel but i don't have the money or i can't get away right. or there's just no chance of me doing it it's like literally what you just described then because yeah i remember i've been out i've done south africa australia i've been to them places and yeah. i loved it but then when somebody said to me are you gonna go away again i just thought i've not really seen my own back garden yeah really in it i've not been around the uk mm. and then when i've been home and we did get the van i've managed to start venturing out like yeah. how good is scotland oh, <laughs> do you know i've never Ooh. i've never really been to scotland <clears throat> yet and that's wow that's like since i met hamish i was just like i really want to go to scotland cornwall wales i love cornwall like, yeah wales is great Lake literally District. the most like because when i went to new zealand i was like oh this is so epic there's nowhere yeah. in the world like this mm. and then i went to like the the district and went to scotland i was like this is just like new zealand (laughs) (laughs) bigger mountains in new zealand right not massively there's some but like realistically like in scotland like the high ends um no past glasgow yeah we went to the toppest point which is called not land's end john o'groats oh yeah so i went to john o'groats but driving through there i remember me and chrissy were driving at night and we went through the biggest electrical storm I've wow. ever seen. Yeah. We put on Fantasia <laughs> oh and it was God. literally that's, going... That's from the past. Oh, mate, it was going to the music. So it's like... I was going to go... Do, 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 do. <laughs> that's not the song. How does Fantasia go? I can't remember. Oh, it's been no. years, Mike. But I remember it so well when it was like flashing to it. But yeah. then we were going like around the biggest... It was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that well. Yeah. And just getting a whole lot of like more respect for just your own backyard yeah. just being here and also you just like i think it, wake, <coughs> it like awakens you to just being aware of nature and being respectful of it mm. you know when you're walking up a mountain you may it may be really hot down on the ground and you may be wearing your shorts and your t-shirts but make sure you've packed your your waterproof and yeah, your down yeah, yeah. jacket and your trousers because when you're getting up on the top of that mountain it's got its own bloody weather system yeah, up yeah. there <laughs> and so and a lot of people you know don't know that mm. and they will just go up a mountain and yeah. that's when they can end up in sticky situations like oh, i don't know hypothermia yeah, and and the the mountain rescue team have to come out to mm. that you know oh that yeah, you know, that person that's fallen on the top of yeah. Scarf Owl Pike and they've only got shorts on. That's you, <laughs> that's Mikey. Me, yeah. You with your flip flops and your shorts on. I, cl- I climbed in uh, South Africa on Cape Town, yeah. um, the Table Mountain. Yeah. But uh, me and my partner we were always partner at the time really wanted to do the most extreme things yeah so we were told like no don't go that way though <laughs> like just go up where all the people you'll still get the experience just don't be daft and we're like come on let's go and then i began to get really uh, like hairy situations yeah 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 and i think i was going up in blooming i'll get them off now sliders (laughs) because that's all i wear um, we got about a quarter of the way and we just went let's go back yeah this is stupid great that's you respecting the mountain yeah that's that's the thing a hundred percent yeah yeah like we've we've gone over the top here yeah i've realized that's a cliff (laughs) 
Because <laughs> like, it is it, it is annoying when people like are draining the re- like people's time and resources and money and going and saving them when they've just yeah. done everything people told them not to. Yeah. And it's just yeah, I think I think mm. it's just it comes down to education mm. and and it's really really good that people go out into the mountains and yeah. and it's really good that people go on walks and stuff but if you don't know how to read a map or if you don't mm. know how to use a compass and you're on the top of a mountain yeah. and you're in the bloody fog you're stuck. Quite stuffed. fun though. <laughs> yeah. There is that adventure side yeah, of it. Yeah. I'm but I'm also mm. like oh my god I have moments of I'm going to die yeah. <laughs> on this mountain and it's all Hamish's fault. <laughs> there is something about that though being in things that are uh, unexplainably big do you know like yeah. huge because it makes you just understand and respect how small you are yeah. and like not obsolete but it makes me feel more whole more connected to it i don't yeah. know what that there's going to be a scientific term isn't there is yeah. you're feeling this yeah but, pure bliss yeah, yeah. I, I remember like i get the drakensberg mountains it's where south africa it was where the um first ever cave paintings were discovered oh wicked so it's like the first like part discoveries of like species i suppose yeah, really yeah. interesting so we went and did that but then there's loads of treks and tours you could go on and me being again 18 20 year old i know it all mikey yeah i was like oh, don't give me your maps <laughs> i'm <laughs> gonna go traveling yeah. and i was with this girl at the time who was a zoologist right studied monkeys actually when we were there yeah um and was there for studying purposes yeah then we went traveling on our own accord yeah i remember like we were walking on all day i mean it must have been a 12 hour trek definitely lost but right. i love were you pretending I, that you weren't lost no no i love being lost <laughs> yeah. she's like please come read the map i'm like no we're gonna do this i wouldn't the map wouldn't have been any <laughs> yeah. use to you at that point but mikey then I, I swear to god this happened we came across like um, I don't, what would you call like loads of baboons together? Because is it a pack? Oh, I don't know. There's a name. Hamish would know this. Hey, oh, Hamish, what's it called when yeah. you see loads of baboons? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we saw a pack of baboons. Yeah. Definitely not a pack because that I seems like wolves. It... Yeah. But they're all going together. And then one, so they're about. They can 50, be vicious. 50 yards away. And I was bricking my pants, oh, literally. Did you have a stick? Nothing. And, oh, God. But Chris... No, Chris is my proper partner. <laughs> the partner I was with at the time loved animals loads. And I was like, no, we're not walking closer. Sure. Anyway, as we were walking, one come round the path and we were honestly, like, face-to-face with a baboon. Oh. And it just weighed us up and we sat there. And I was like, this is how we die. This is literally the moment oh, two tourists yeah. went to South Africa together, travelled off and then got eaten by a baboon. Yeah, got but, rabies and died. And, then, and, and she wanted to, like, follow it. No. And I was so angry. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm walking now. But yeah. we, we had to stand in that position for, like, what felt like an hour. Yeah. But we were staring it down and it just like looked around and then ran off. Yeah. And I ran off. <laughs> I was like, we're going. Yeah, yeah. Abs- but- <laughs> oh my God. So I've had so many nightmares with animals. In really? The countryside. Yeah. Go and on. mine's not even baboons. Just hit me with the best. Hit me, the be- <laughs> hit me with, them. yeah, this one, this one has particularly scarred me, which is why I'm a bit, always a bit nervous coming through the farm with all your horses. Oh, really? A horse yeah. moment? Yeah. A horse, oh. a horse moment. Wild Hor- horses? Yeah. Loads of them. We're in, we're in Bath country and we decided to walk from our house with our backpacks and went up to the mountains 
because you know the outside of the city is just mountains basically but we walked to the top of this hill and there was kind of this really nice beautiful opening of grass mm. and um we're setting up the tent and there were horses up there the mm. big big mm. kind of what do you call them like shire horses when yeah. they've got oh, the wow, fur yeah. on their yeah i'd, I'd say shire i think um a lot of people around here are the gypsy horses yeah <laughs> I know, right i, I know what you yeah huge you're referring to yeah massive horses anyway we just set up the cobs. tent cobs. i think they're called cobs cobs yeah, cob yeah. Horse. like yeah black and white yeah Big. they were they were huge. i can't I just they all i saw mikey okay. was that they were massive massive horses anyway they come and sniffed us out and um they I was on this side, we were on this side of the tent and then the horses all came down and they had um, little ponies. What do you call them? Ponies, aren't Youngs, they? Yeah, ponies. Youngs, yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the right word for a baby horse. Um, not as bad as my pack of baboons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all started coming down and, and they wear bells on, on their necks in yeah? this country. So you've got like this really intimidating sound of like loads of bells coming towards oh, you. Mate. And they're just towering above you. So we just stay one side of the tent and then go to the other side. And I said, oh. hey, Mish, I feel like we're in their territory. Yeah. And like, no, no, Especially it'll be fine. Especially when there's little ones. Yeah, it'll oh. be fine, it'll be fine anyway. So we went to bed and I could just hear these bells oh, all God. night. And <laughs> like tubular bells. Yeah, I think, I think Hamish managed to get some sort of sleep. We went to bed probably about eight and then I woke up at 11 and there was a horse sniffing the tent. And it was, like, you know, and it was really close. And then suddenly one of its um, legs, its hooves like came and oh, God. Um, kicked the tent. Oh, I think it was just trying to feel it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But when you're lying about. down on the floor and it's then there's this thing. huge horse over yeah. you. Anyway, we both just bolted up wow. out of bed and just went, whoa. Anyway, it ran off and then we could just feel the floor vibrating God. because of how heavy this horse was. Wow. And I was like abort mission like get out of this tent immediately and he was just like no 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 it'll be fine just look outside and luckily i swear to god you know i don't believe in synchronicities all the time but i mm. swear the rain saved our lives in really? this moment because the horse were like opened. neighing and they were making like really distressed sounds and i was like I literally i'm just gonna die in this bloody tent on a hill <laughs> um and yeah, the, we, we just poked our heads out and the rain started coming down and it really, really pissed it down. And mm. all the horses just put their heads down ah. and kind of like became like really calm. This is like a dream. Yeah. And I was like, get. And then but what happened was when we put our head out of the tent, we also saw that there was a thunderstorm. Like, oh. And we were on the top of a hill in a metal tent, like a metal pole tent, yeah, I get not you. a okay. whole metal yeah, tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were like, well, good job we looked outside anyway. Mm. So we get, it gave us that opportunity and that time to pack away everything. And uh. we were trying to find another camp spot, but I was so freaked out. And I was just like, hey, we're just, we're just walking all the way back to San Sebastian. And we got home at like four o'clock in the morning, full of adrenaline. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must say I kind of miss that and touch wood because I bet this happens now but do you know them moments where you nearly succumb to death you're just yeah. like this is how I go then yeah like, well I don't know whether um, oh, that was a near death experience oh. <laughs> but it was an experience I don't want to relive well, well I, I suppose I've, I could name I won't do but at least 50 where I've been there and just been like this is probably it. This right. is the one. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's a hypochondriac moment, no. but it's like just 
out there where the reason I, it's like adrenaline junkies yeah. though, isn't it you're just in a situation where you're like anything can happen yeah I, had, I miss that literally yeah you're saying that now though i had that the other day i was okay. on um i was just driving and a car just started coming into my just um oncoming traffic in your lane it just started swerving into <laughs> me and i was like just you know everything happens in a split yeah, second yeah, yeah, and yeah. they and they just noticed at the last minute wow i was like were you oh, on your phone, phone, phone. yeah oh, i was man. like i got home that and i just is. cried <laughs> i just cried because i was just like mm. that was one of the closest experience i've i know i really don't like being in cars anyway mm. i think they're really dangerous i'm a yeah. big believer in driverless cars yeah, yeah. like i <laughs> need that in my life because i just don't trust humans behind the wheel Dri- driverless driverless cars driverless cars like, yeah Elon like the Musk Google style stuff, like, like yeah, and like um, the Google car was a driverless car, okay, cool. and that's the one that took all the pictures all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it only got into two accidents, and both of their accidents were human, human error, error, not mm. the not the not the robot. Mm. People don't so like the only it. The way of us actually getting to that point ever would be everyone has to comply that we're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have tit and tat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you need, you, everyone. I'm happy with that. Take yeah. drive. Take people away from the car. I'd, I'd love to sit back and just go like. Yeah, yeah. Take me I mean, I do like driving, and I know a lot of people do as well. Mm. But I just, I think so. I mean, in England, we have it good. Really, it's the I roads are really safe. I had a terrible crash. Oh, did you? Oh, mate. Yeah, I um, it's funny. I was going to the what was going to be for me a really big gig because there's right. a guy I love called a uh, polar bear, right. and he's this artist. And I was going to support him in Birmingham, and I was so excited yeah. all day. So I was I was driving there, but I was a bit late. I wasn't rushing. I swear to God, <laughs> listen, quote me. I was not <laughs> rushing, mm-hmm. but uh. I don't know what happened that day, but something was going weird with the music I was listening to. Right. And I felt a vibe. Right. Do you know when you just know yeah, intuition? Something's off. Something's yeah. off. So anyway, I looked down. I thought, right, and just press the music, touch that, looked up, and then uh, the car in front of me, we're all going normally, and it just stopped. <gasps> right. But then I like drove, went that way, drove the other way, and the other way, and then I flipped. And you the, flipped the, your car? The car went upside. This is on the motorway at oh, 5 right. o'clock in rush hour. So I'm on right. the motorway, driving in the, the furthest hand lane. Yeah. F- ended up in the first hand lane, where all the lorries oh, are going God. in. Oh, God. And then, it, anyway, the car, it was a Yaris, Toyota Yaris. <laughs> it span on its head, and I was in the driver's seat facing all the traffic coming at me. Oh, no, it's like final destination. I, honestly, and I remember a car was coming straight at me. It was probably, again, like 20 metres away, maybe like 15, and it was just heading on. And oh, I'd, no. I crunched up to die. Yeah. And I remember, like, going like that. And the air, so it missed me, but it, the air, like, <sighs> the force just spanned the car around. Whoa. And I was just God. like that. And I remember, like, then it all went still. Right, yeah. And I stayed up and I was like, I think I might have died. I really, right. I, I, in my head, I'd thought, I've gone. Yeah. So I looked out and then I could crawl out because the windows were all smashed. Yeah. I crawled out and then there was, like, four blokes all stood round. And I thought I'd gone to heaven. I was like, this is it. I've gone to heaven. <laughs> Who were them blokes then? The, so they'd all stopped because they'd seen the collision oh, and right. what had happened. Not a collision, yeah. but um, the crash. And then they were like, you might go into shock. I was like, yeah. I will in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, that was terrifying. And it really, it took me 
maybe a month to get out of that because for a long time genuinely i thought i died right. after it oh god I, I was in um i don't know i suppose there's a mental illness that, attached to this is that but, like um post-traumatic stress yeah it was like a form of ptsd yeah yeah but i couldn't actually believe that i physically got out of that so i was yeah, for I so mean, long every day lucky. like touching like did i did, was that gone at that point have i just lived into a dream state since yeah but, it's, yeah. that's wow. mental illness <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not a healthy way of seeing things yeah. I've, I've discovered in the long run yeah but it was that was big that yeah was that sounds really weird. huge mm. i mean mine sounds pathetic compared to that <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to try and steal i went thunder. home and cried and yeah. you just roll you just got out of your car and stood up well, I, did, I, th- I cried a long time after that when it actually hit me but i was just so dazed i couldn't yeah. actually believe it yeah like really, what you'd like disconnected i was yourself sat with the it. ambulance there were talking to me and i was just nodding like yeah yeah i'm fine were you fine did you come out with any injuries literally like a scratch on my knee because when i crawled out of the car there was glass on the floor so i knelt into it but i I remember i got went back in i made sure i got my ipad out my ipod and whatnot oh yeah your priorities (laughs) your material things oh yeah 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 need those it it wasn't material it got my good music on (laughs) it it was the wholesome thing i I built a good playlist on that and that can't go (laughs) but yeah i think it's very grounding what you find out after that yeah poem in my book called breathe right and i learned about just the importance of breathing being present being in the mm, moment yeah because being out of the moment for a bit like feeling a bit off flicking a song and not being present mm. put me in that situation yeah. and you do i just got so respectful for all the little things in life after yeah. that it was taste like really tasting something yeah. truly tasting something yeah, or yeah. really listening to music in a different way it, yeah. it really didn't enhance and enlighten my senses yeah 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 that's great (laughs) i just wish people didn't have to go through that to get there (laughs) yeah isn't it funny that we have to kind of see the worst of something or experience Mm. something that's really bad to actually go okay i'm gonna live this way now it's a good quote actually that yeah Yeah. why do we have to go there (laughs) yeah 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 so so let me take you just to where is the movement collective oh we're going back there are just, we just yeah we went on the tangent didn't we? <laughs> sorry <laughs> i think we can go all over we the can shot. go all that's, over that's it's us. your podcast you can do what you want <laughs> i i just wondered like because we've been touched on like the mental health side of things yeah the importance of moving everything have you got a look of where you want to take things and where you want to go with what you're doing yeah have you are you allowed to dispel yeah. this yeah it's my it's my baby I'm, okay yeah um yeah, well, I mean, there's so far, the only thing I've thought about is I want to get us to festivals. Really? Yeah, I want to get, oh, wow. I want to get us to festivals. Okay. I would love, I've seen, you know, like yoga tents and stuff mm. like that. Um, but I really want to kind of, yeah, just get some festival work in a couple, I don't think it'll happen next year now, but maybe mm. the year after, it'd be good to kind of have a tent and take the girls. You can put the and, seeds into action, can't you? Yeah, take, <laughs> take the uh, girls and guys who are now part of the collective. There's, okay, I didn't know you had guys. Yeah, so. there's two more. We we kind of went on the tangent. Breeze past the guys. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's also Rebecca and Phil that oh, are also excellent. part of it as well. Okay. Rebecca's um, a somatic movement practitioner, so she 
um, is all about teaching people to embody movement and feel it as opposed to how it looks, okay. which I love that. Yeah, and yeah. Phil is like a barefoot runner. Oh. So he's like, he, he does like workshop style classes. He's speaking my language. Yeah. That, so he's yeah. got a really... Sliders or barefoot. Yeah, yeah. So he's got really intricate knowledge about the feet, the knees and the hips oh, in particular. Got the whole body sorted, haven't you? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> like that's the team now for a bit. Um, and yeah, it'd be really cool to kind of take it to festivals in mm. a couple of years mm. and um we want to do somehow we want to do workshops on the platform We're not really sure how to do that yet okay and, um we would like to also do some in-person stuff mm. but again not really sure i'm just kind of going with it at the minute <laughs> don't really know what i'm doing Mikey. i like the no i love that <clears throat> way it feels in flow though it feels yeah. like if it's too set by this point, we're going to be here. Then we're going to take over this and we're yeah, going to be here. Yeah. It, it would feel that pyramid scheme thing for me. Yeah, like, like it, we're, we're really drived by what the... I don't like using the word clients because they're just people. They're yeah, just yeah. lovely people that like want... But you're engaging with or connecting with. Yeah, yeah. So that working. kind of community of people. Mm. Um, it really... It will just flow with what they want as well. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, we... Oh God, I sound like one of those companies where we really value your feedback, <laughs> but we really do like, because I have no, I'm just doing this like by myself mm. and I've got the team of the movement collective and they're wicked because they mm. always like drop in, you know, suggestions and ideas and, yeah. and it's like, Oh, actually, have you thought about this? And it's like, Oh no, actually I haven't. Thank you very much for reminding me I'm of taking that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm all about like, you're not copying people's ideas. Like mm. there's, there's so much that we learn from other people now mm. that your ideas aren't bloody original. It, yeah, like, yeah. And if you think that, then you've got a huge ego. Yeah, like, yeah. Because your ideas did come from all different... Culminate from other yeah, ideas. Yeah, and that's amazing. Mm. Because that's like, that's like you taking something and making it your own. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that, yeah, all of, the, all of that sort of stuff is just kind of, been that energy is going into the movement collective now i was just laughing at that i was like What's this tr happening? truly is the old farm bus podcast oh, yeah, we've a... got a tractor in the background guys i'm sorry if that drowned out any of the sound <laughs> not had a tractor on there yet <laughs> no just for Aww, your podcast i told him to come, come down <laughs> come down and make some noise she'll love that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it distracting you no it did for a minute i didn't expect it i was like i thought a plane was coming in yeah no i was like <laughs> there's a <laughs> Noise, right noise. which could be dangerous but i'm just gonna ignore it because we're recording <laughs> embrace the noises <laughs> but uh, i love it with festivals though because that's what we want to do essentially oh is wicked take, yeah like, the buses into do music and have oh, a little yeah. old farm section so oh, that'd be amazing maybe we could collaborate collaborate that yeah, yeah. what i'd love to do is do some of your classes yeah like i'm gonna come and be involved in the online things yeah wicked. and then i think we should do a podcast on my experience of it and like yeah what like a run-up like a follow-up sorry yeah yeah that'd be cool I'd, I'd like would you ever do like a could call it a podcast but just something where you explain what you do yeah to people yeah absolutely because i think if people understood i think there's a lot of um ideas pre-consistent ideas that people have towards yoga and it does have that hippie connotation yeah yeah absolutely negative thoughts that i think a lot of young male a lot of young people but particularly males yeah. to 
channel and work out who they are and how they move yeah wouldn't go to it but if they understood what it could do for them it'd be a brilliant thing absolutely yeah and that is kind of one of our aims as well to get men involved in mm. in the platform and mm. we do have a couple of guys on there and i think it also helps having a teacher who's a man yeah because yeah. It, it's like this oh well if he does it yeah yeah then i can do it and also he's kind of got that running side of things which will attract people in and mm. Yeah, I think it's so important, like, for men to be able to connect in that way to exercise that isn't just lifting, lifting. yeah, weight, certain movements. Because you can't believe how weak men are in certain other movements. Yeah. Like, when you're doing, uh, what's that training where you move fast? Um, Oh, hit. There's hit, there's, there's hit training there's a crossfit that oh, everyone yeah. but me and my friend who is really strong is six foot four like ripped to shreds yeah you start trying to do some of those movements he couldn't no. possibly do it and his joints just weren't built for yeah. it oh, yeah what's interesting about those sort of um forms of exercise is that I don't know, like the science behind it is that it's not necessarily great for the body doing mm. that high intensity mm. level of exercise. Like it, I don't know whether it gives you quick results. Maybe that's why people enjoy mm, doing okay. it um, because people like to see results yeah, in what yeah, they do. Yeah. And, you know, it's really encouraging. So I completely get that. It's just that most people who go and do that sort of exercise have never done it before mm. or uh, or they're in a position where their body hasn't been exposed to that sort of movement. Yeah. So they start doing like loads of push-ups or burpees or, you know, all With that sort really of stuff. Really terrible technique. Yeah, yeah. Really heavy on the joints. Yeah, and you, you basically, you, you, your tissues mm. aren't developed to, mm. um, to kind of take that impact or mm. load. And so then you start getting, seeing things like repetitive strain injuries. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same in the yoga world, right? Like you see loads of people who have got weak wrists, okay. lower back pain, um, weak wrist being one in particular that I see. And I even had a re- repetitive strain injury there as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm all about like, let's get out of those movement habits. You don't mm. need to keep doing those chaturangas. I don't know whether you know what they are. I'm going to learn. <laughs> yeah. So a chaturanga or like a vinyasa, um, is where you, it's kind of a link of three movements. So you're in a plank position mm-hmm. and then you bend the elbows to lower yourself down. Right. And then you push the hands into the floor and start to open your chest okay. for a cobra. Yeah. And then you tuck your toes and you send your hips back into a downward facing dog. Ah, that upside down v-shape it's always animals why is it always animals oh good question i don't know <laughs> okay yeah no. i've never questioned that one <laughs> i'll look it up though thank you yeah um and those movements those three movements mm-hmm. you can see have caused a lot of repetitive strain right. injuries in people because vinyasa yoga is super popular it's getting closer isn't he yeah he's coming in is he spreading muck <laughs> i think so. i can smell it Jane Harrowin, yeah I can smell that shit <laughs> oh i stopped now great <laughs> um you can see those repetitive strain injuries and a lot of people don't really know why they're doing like why it's happening and and it, it's really, really simple. It's a simple thing. It's just mm. that you're doing it too much and mm. you're doing it too frequently and you're not training your body to be exposed to that movement. Mm-hmm. And so they either have to stop doing that practice, which is a real shame, mm. and then then start strengthening that area. Okay. But vinyasa yoga is something that the West has definitely developed. Right. It's kind, okay. of, it's kind of what I refer to as fitness yoga. 
So, like, these terms and, like, if I was going into yoga, would this be something that I'd discover on the way? You'd discover it on and, the way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Part of the journey. Part of the journey. So if I was starting up, it would be quite simple terminology that I'd get on with and understand. Yeah, I think and, so. Like, I've heard of downward dog. Yeah. Uh, and what's the other one? The cat-cow. Cat, cat-cow, cat, cow, yeah. yeah. But then later on, do you... Then when I'm going into it... Do I discover what I'm more about yeah. on the journey? Yeah, and you'll okay. pick your style. Oh. Me, I like loads of different styles. And that's because I want to create a versatile movement yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not really into the gym, right? I don't want to go and lift weights. I know I should, but mm. I don't really want to. And um, that's something I'm working on mm. in my own time. But yeah, I I like doing loads of different styles. I'm not saying vinyasa yoga is bad. It's just bad if you just do that always and that's yeah. the only thing you do because you will start to see ailments in the body maybe mm. not after a year but after two years maybe you know ten. yeah 10 years yeah, you never know it. um it just depends on your body so okay well only only because i was i'm getting to the point where i'm like right i've, I've got a pregnant lady in the house you have got a pregnant <laughs> and, lady in the and house I, i'm supposed to be doing the uh observations like yeah. a little chimp in a cage yeah <laughs> so, but I, I just wanted you to tell people if they wanted to get into it how they could how where they, they can could. find you and the movement collective yeah, yeah and yeah. just so, some ideas towards that yeah so i mean the basics to start with yoga i would always just recommend hatha which is kind of the original yoga if okay. you like and um it's just a really gentle style it's strong but it's gentle and slow and it's just you move from one posture and then you change into a different posture mm, okay. that's a great place to start and so then I'm going to give it a go. And yeah. even like five minutes of this. Five minutes. It mm. doesn't matter. What we do on the Movement Collective is we do like specific classes like um, one's called an Energizing Movement Class, which is just a mobility class. Mm. So you don't do any stretching and you don't do any strength work. You're just working with your joints and you get in that joint health into play. Um, and so I, I'm a big believer in that. Like you need to, you can't just do your lifting weights and getting strong and mm. you can't just do your flexibility mm. stuff you need to combine strength flexibility and mobility table. yeah mm. okay. everything and if you want to you know be a healthy mover then yeah. then definitely that um so yeah hatha is where i'd start if you didn't know anything about yoga but mm -hmm. the problem now in the west is that you don't it's hard to find a hatha <laughs> yoga start with class. one problem there's yeah. a few <laughs> there's, there's a few um so yeah i mean just come to the movement collective okay yeah that, that was what i was gonna say like realistically the yeah. real answer so is the yeah yeah so we we, we are, i mean if you want an in-person classes we don't offer that we offer only online but we yeah. do have that in-person kind of thing where you're live so yeah, you yeah. can come to that live class and experience and um do you do sort of consultations like if i said to you what i want to actually achieve out of it oh absolutely Good. i mean okay. it's not something like a specific thing that we offer but we're um it's a platform where you can talk to us and you yeah, can message us yeah. directly and you can just request whatever you want fantastic within reason obviously yeah yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> whatever I can hey! whatever i can afford to pay the teachers we can do basically Excellent. um so yeah and we're using, I don't know whether you've heard of it, we're using a website called Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Excellent. that's our platform at the minute because we can't afford to build a website because yeah. to build a website is basically like a, um, it's a huge cost. Patreon is, it's basically like OnlyFans, isn't it? Not, because yeah, so OnlyFans is 
anything isn't it yeah you put anything on there so you're a creator on there so mm. like the movement collective that's like i'm the creator of right, the movement okay. collective and that's the platform and then people pay as they become patrons Fantastic, and, yeah. and they pay a monthly membership and then on there it's kind of like a facebook news feed where i'll post on monday okay. at 8am all of the links for the week all of the live classes Brilliant. and then you can join in or you don't even have to at all That's so cool. you can catch up recorded and um yeah so i think i think next month we'll have 11 or 12 classes every week Right, on the platform okay. so there's lots of choice I and mean, currently we work Monday to Thursday because I like everyone to have the weekends off <laughs> I like a You're weekend off such a great boss <laughs> <laughs> they're getting Christmas off as well oh my life <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't happen right because like a lot of yoga studios open over the weekend mm. and that was about setting boundaries in for myself mm. because I was getting to the point where I was just accepting all yoga work and actually like I didn't have a day off mm. for about a year and I was like no I need a I need a Sunday it's hard when you're starting Saturday. up a business though isn't it you mm. have to you think you have to be there all the time yeah you have to answer every response yeah you that just instant reply and society. It's, it's good to be moving yeah but like what you said then is beautiful like to have boundaries to know what you're willing to give yeah and knowing you need to have your relaxing time your time away from business yeah i need to recharge though yeah i need to recharge yeah. because if i don't then you can you can probably see it. I mean, I see it for myself on the Movement Collective when my, my content isn't as good or yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not really engaged with it as much that mm. week. It's because I haven't had that downtime. I haven't been able to kind of re-energize and get that inspiration again of what we're, what we're going to do next week. It then, happens or... a lot in poetry. Like right. when you've just labeled yourself as a poet and you feel like you have to be writing all the time, you run out of stuff to write about yeah. and you stop living life yeah. because all you're doing is writing. But when you go outside of that and you go back to living again and yeah. having experiences and meeting friends and going on adventures, yeah. it all comes back around to being able to have something to write about again. Yeah, absolutely. And I get, I get, I feel that in my teachings as well. It's mm. that I get stagnant sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sometimes sick to death of hearing the same things that I'm saying. Mm. I know, but I know as well, like people do love repetition because mm. they want to see if they're improving in things as well. So mm. I have to say that to myself, like repeating things isn't a bad thing. No because people will learn something each time and that was the importance of also getting other teachers on the platform because what they're saying might be a little bit of a different cue mm. in the way that I'm saying it and that might resonate with people in a different way that's cool. and that's yeah. so important um but yeah it's uh I really love what you're about and I love what oh, you're bringing together I think it thanks, is gonna Mikey. bring a a new a new what we were talking about earlier something new yeah <laughs> and yeah and that is what the world's aching for really yeah there's been this ways of doing it but mindsets need to change yeah and having good people coming together building communities building places where people feel safe and can go and learn something yeah it's a great thing so more people like you and more community <laughs> fields <laughs> right back at you there Mike. thank you so much that's what we're trying to do baby yeah. in our own little ways yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Keep moving yeah yeah yeah, keep moving. Amazing. Yeah. So the full what? What's it called? The movement collective. <laughs> another. You've done so well all the way collective. through. What's the, the full life collective? Is another one. Right. You're the movement. The movement collective. collective. You collective. Can, yeah, you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah, four times in a row. <laughs> well done. Yeah, you can uh, find us on Instagram at the the movement collective underscore. Right. And then on Facebook as the movement collective one. Okay. I think. 
And then it's patreon.com forward slash the movement collective. There well, you go. There's guys, I've seen my cat out me, me little blind cider over here. He wants his dinner. I need to look after <laughs> Chrissy and make sure she's doing all right. She's got a baby cooking and I don't know what's happening in there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. This is the due date today. Yeah. <laughs> Naughty Mikey. <laughs> Very excited for you. <laughs> You've been a part of the old farm bus Back of the Bus Sessions podcast. What a beautiful guest. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. You're Thanks lovely. Thanks for having me. Your smile is, like I said before, electric. <laughs> I hurt. Yeah. I hurt. My cheeks hurt. Light the fire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, remember what I say. Be nice to one another. Peace and love. <laughs>